Hi everyone, this is Stefan. This Insight episode is taken from episode 39, where Michael and I talk with Raul Pacheco Vega. Raul is a professor in the Public Administration Division of the Center for Economic Research and Teaching in Aguas Calientes, Mexico. In the full episode, episode 39, we discussed his work on waste and waste pickers, waste water, and bottled water as untraditional commons. We also spoke about the importance of making care work and life support systems visible under the current COVID pandemic. In this Insight episode, we highlight his thoughts on the value of ethnography as a methodology to understand those issues. This is the Finding Sustainability podcast. Yeah, I'm, 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 it's made me think since you mentioned the question of dignity and how we have to understand those things a little bit more to put some of things like healthcare uh, or care work back on the agenda and perhaps also framed within a commons frame, um, as you mentioned, or Michael mentioned earlier, you're interested in these getting away from these traditional sectors of understanding commons to things like trash picking and water and, and care work. And I think, you know, with your expertise in, in, eth- in ethnography as, a, as maybe the cornerstone of, of qualitative methodologies, I'm, I'm interested to get your perspective on, on the value of that work. And assuming that we go back to, to doing field work at some point after all of this is over or, or moved past. And I think it's really useful to hear some of your insights on really some of the things which you've gotten from ethnographic work, which could never be understood or things which could never be, uh, yeah, maybe understood is the right word from other methodologies with, for, for example, quantification or even more structured surveys, uh, for which collect qualitative work. And I think that would be really useful for people to, to understand w- some of those details, which you can get from that methodology. Absolutely. And, and thank you for asking this question because so CIDE, my institution was originally an economics institution. So the first degree, they, they are like the first undergrad degree and the first master's degree that they had at CIDE was economics. And it's interesting because to this day, our students love quantitative methods. Their, their interest is in quantitative methods, you know, machine learning, uh, data mining, uh, you know, data science and uh, multi-level regressions, multi-level models and so on. As, as I told you, my background is actually quantitative. I am a quantitative scholar who then moved to qualitative research because I think it's, it answers better the questions that I have. So in 2018, I published a paper, and I'm happy to also to send you guys this, this paper. I think it's a really, I, I really like it. I published a paper with Kate Pariso from the University of Wealth on uh, developing a new methodology and a new way of doing ethnography that we called doubly engaged ethnography. So this doubly engaged ethnography has three runs. First, the the run of positionality, how you as a scholar are positioned with regard to uh, waste speakers or any other vulnerable communities. You know, how can you, you should recognize that you have a power disparity and and there's a disparity of, of power, but also, you know, you have, very much, you're in a completely more empowered uh, position. So this understanding of your own positionality also helps you see how your work should be important to the communities that you study. The second rung is 
there was reflexivity wrong. So what we try to do is to, we try to make scholars think about, you know, the research, but also the ethical implications of the research. So, you know, I'm interested in understanding how waste pickers choose their location of picking, but also I think about the ethical implications of revealing these choices. Should I tell people or should I tell governments that waste pickers choose these locations? Is, is that ethical and, and should I be revealing it in my research? And the third one is the representation. And, and this is important because part of what I have learned in ethnography is that I give voice to people, but also I make their voice shine through my observation and through my studying long-term patterns of behavior, uh, which is one of the benefits of ethnography. You embed yourself for a very extended period of time. You undertake participant observation, but also you, you are part of the context. And one of the things that we say in our WH ethnography piece is that embedding yourself also brings up an ethic of care and an ethic of respect for the populations that you're studying. So you can do ethnography itself and just observe and extract information from the community, or you can do double engaged ethnography. So it's an ethnography that is engaged with the research and the research community, but also with your community of study. And in doing that, engaging in an ethic of care to study the community that you're studying becomes a decision that is backed up by an understanding that you are trying to protect these communities. And you're trying to, the research that you're doing is research that is interested in protecting these communities and protecting and improving their welfare. Thanks again to all of you for listening and supporting this podcast. The show notes, which include more information about our guests and links to the material mentioned in the episodes, can be found on most podcast players or on our website. You can listen to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or Google Play, and it can also be streamed from our website. You can also follow the podcast on Twitter, where we would be happy to connect and continue these discussions. Thanks again.